Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hello. Hello, and good day, good morning, and good afternoon. Thanks to all of those. Same back to you. Thank you. Are you, um, is this year the year of the tiger for the Chinese New Year? I can't remember. Oh, gosh. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Well, either way, it's, we're right around that time. So that's why it's on my mind. Wait, is that why we're, are we watching? Are we watching A movie that features that theme song? Oh, it's the year of the dragon. Um, Features what song? Eye of the Tiger. Maybe. Oh. What movie features a song Eye of the Tiger? It's this movie with. Sylvester Stallone, I think. Uh huh. Rocky. That's it. Yeah. Are we, is that what we're watching? We were watching Rocky. I guessed one. You did. Oh! I can't believe it. It's the Eye of a Tiger. Yes, yes. I feel victorious. Yeah. Now the funny part is, well, no, I can't tell you more than that. What do you mean the what? What funny part? Uh, we'll get into it later. I guessed it. Okay. Off of one clue. You did. You did. You did. Kind of. You, well, we'll, what do see. you mean? Don't take away my win no, here. You, you guessed it. You guessed it. I am not taking away your win. I Unbelievable. Oh, the incredulity <laughs> in your eyes right now. It's it's quite astounding. So you've heard of this film. I have. Yeah. Okay. What do you know about it? Um, uh, It's a boxing movie. Okay. And I think it takes place in Philadelphia or okay. Pittsburgh. Uh, one of those. I'm not going to tell you. And so, he like yeah. jogs to the top of the stairs. Uh-huh. And it's like a moving moment. Because <laughs> he's moving or emotionally moving? Emotionally. Okay. Okay. And boxing, do you mean like he works in an Amazon factory? Like putting UPS. into box? UPS? <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is, yeah, older film. No, I don't know. There's something. He's a boxer. He has to. I, that's all I know. He's a boxer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Do you know any of the characters in never this film? I've seen this. I, I can't believe you've never seen Rocky this. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, is that his name? You, you do live in the United States of America. You grew up in yes, that is his name. So <laughs> this is one of those that we were watching that we're doing the podcast for. Yes. Absolutely. I've heard about this movie my yes. whole life and I've never yes. seen it. So I, yes. I'm ready to check this box. Okay. Let's do this. Let's um wait a minute. Hang on. Okay. I, I really want to know. I'm ready. I'm ready. What you're like doing butterfly dances here. Um, what are two things, like, or not two things, but what are some things you're excited about and dreading about this film? Okay. I am excited to see what the whole big deal is about. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think people like this movie. Okay. They made more than one, I think. Okay. And How many did they make? Do you know? Five? Four? Five. I'm just guessing. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So I'm excited to finally see it. Um, okay. And I've been really like, who did I say the guy is? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, yes. He's been impressing with his movies, oh. so I'm kind of excited to see what he's like in this movie. Wow. Yeah. Are you a Sly fan now? Sly? I'm, Sly and the Family Stone? <laughs> I'm edging towards that. Okay. I might be in his ring. Actually, oh. uh, wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I was thinking about another pun for the. We should call it Sly in the Family Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> Okay, so give me your movie poster and your tagline for this movie, and then we can go check it out. Okay, well, do you want to know what I'm dreading? Oh, yeah, please tell me. Absolutely. It might not be good. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, we watched a shocking amount of sports movies on this podcast, honestly. Yeah, I mean, we wow. have We've yeah. watched quite a few. For someone who doesn't watch any sports, it seems like a lot. I very rarely watch them, too. Yeah. Okay, so what did you want? Also? Movie poster and tagline. Okay, Um. like, you know, an empty ring. Empty or maybe, ring. Or okay. maybe a guy in the corner. Okay. And... um. You know the the fans, the the crowds like kind of in shadow mm-hmm. spotlight on the ring, mm-hmm. and um, something like, oh my god, this, this is the why do we keep asking me this because question? Because I always blank. It brings me so much joy. <laughs> okay, um, it really does. I don't know the plot though, so it's about boxing. Do you know anything <laughs> about boxing? No. You don't know anything about boxing? No. Something like maybe it's like. What does a ringer mean? What is a ring? <laughs> Can I use that? In yeah, the- let's use it. Let's have that be the tagline. <laughs> what does a ringer mean? Is that the tagline? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, they thought he was a ringer. <laughs> does that even make sense? Of course it does. <laughs> makes complete sense. No, it doesn't. They thought he was a ringer. <laughs> All right. Rocky, they thought it was a ringer. Let's go check it out. Okay. Yes. <laughs> You believe that America is the land of opportunity. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. It's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. His name is Rocky. His whole life was a million to one shot. Oh, man. He says to me, you weren't born much of a brain. Oh, so uh, you better start using your body, right? So I've become a fighter. Time, kid. Let's go. My mother, she said, said you weren't born much of a body, so you better develop your brain. The electricity is all over the place tonight as Rocky Balboa. You know, I've been coming in for six years. In six years, you've been sticking it to me. I want to know how come. You want to know? I want to know Because you had a talent to become a good fighter. How about I here and you fight? Adrian is a loser. No, you're looking very great today, you know that? And if you don't watch out, you're gonna end up dying alone. I gotta go now, but uh, don't you leave town, huh? And you're gonna end up dying alone. Hey, I don't see no crowd around you, need. Wish me luck, I'm gonna need it. Our 51 underdog living a Cinderella story. I think we make a real sharp couple of coconuts. I'm done with your shot, what do you think? He's captured people's imaginations all over the world. What's the problem? You don't like me? Rocky Balboa climbing into the ring now. The Italian Stallion. Take me in your arms. Is that the world heavyweight champion of you know, three? It really don't matter if I lose this fight. Is he supposed to be George Washington? So all I want to do is go to distance. The world heavyweight champion. Seeing that bell rings and I'm still standing. For the first time in my life, Creed Creed. I weren't just another bum from the neighborhood. I want you to. How did you come to train in an icebox? I'll break both your arms so they don't work for you. Now you're a big shot fighter on the way up. You don't even draw a clump to your friend Paulie. His whole life was a million to one shot. 
In this corner, we have a man who saw Rocky probably once 25 years ago, <laughs> and the challenger, and new rookie, Melissa, who has never seen it before. <laughs> That's me. Woo-hoo. That's you. Sorry, I, I get all... I get all sorts of energized and different things going on after watching this movie. And I know I just literally said I saw it 25 years ago, but I've seen other Rocky movies. Spoilers, there are (laughs) other Rocky movies. Uh, Anyway, it it does something to me, but we'll get into that later. What'd you think? Whoa. Well, I still don't know what a ringer is, but... um... (laughs) (laughs) I know what a ringer is. Wow, I... This is another time when I'm just totally surprised by what the movie actually is. Okay. After mm-hmm. hearing like references to it mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. and like having this preconceived idea, it was it was great. It was really m- I'm sorry, what was that? He puts his finger to his ear and leans <laughs> towards her. I think it was a really good movie. Whoa, whoa, that's not the word you just said. <laughs> I that said is, great. You said great. I said it was yes, great. Yes, you did. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I think that. <laughs> Let me know when you think. Let me know when you figure it out. I'd like to know that. <laughs> well, yeah. Part of it is because after watching it, like mm. I learned about like how it got made, and yeah, whoa, crazy. Can't wait to share that with you. Yeah. So, give us a quick summary of this one for those who may be in the camp that you were just before this. This is the ultimate underdog story. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy who's mm-hmm. like just kind of lowest of the low. <laughs> he's an enforcer he's an enforcer yeah, yeah. Um, collects money for a bookie or something yeah 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 and but he's like this gentle person mm-hmm. like he takes care of his turtles yeah <laughs> and he has a crush on the pet shop girl and um that's almost a band name uh, i was gonna say pet shop girl there's <laughs> pet shop boys yeah, yeah that's a yeah mm-hmm. um anyway but he also like does a little bit of boxing but it's not Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, he's just not great. He's a southpaw, so you know. No one wants to no dance with him because the rhythm the would be off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then um, there's this guy, Apollo Creed, who is an awesome boxer, and he—he's <laughs> the heavyweight champion of the world. He is the oh, best boxer yeah. in the world. That—that's yes. what he is. Yeah. For his weight class, and he has yes. a really cool name, Apollo. Oh yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, and he's looking for—he's like um—he's like a marketing mastermind, really. And he gets this idea to fight an underdog and to mm-hmm. pick someone mm-hmm. um, to fight. And that would like bring a lot of people to the fight or whatever. Yeah. And um, his promoters go along with it. And he looks through all the catalogs of fighters and he finds Rocky mm-hmm. and he picks him. The Italian stallion. The Italian the stallion. That's, that's what <laughs> caught his eye. That name is hilarious. Yes. We know an Italian stallion or two. Yes. Yes. They're mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, so then you're then the next part of the movie is like building up to the fight and he's training and he's like nervous, um, has doubts. He also like gets into this relationship with the girl he's liked mm-hmm. and her brother is in the relationship, too. And it's kind of rocky. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to laugh she- at my pun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You caught me with the brothers in the relationship, too. I was like, that can definitely be misinterpreted. <laughs> I mean, he's he lives like, roommates with her. And yeah, he's, yes. It's yeah. a really like complicated, yeah. like familial, like yeah. the brothers just they get into fights. And yeah. yeah. Sorry. Tell me your joke again. I promise I'll laugh. The relationship is kind of rocky. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I feel better. Um, 
Yeah, so then it's all building up to the fight, and his whole goal for the fight is to just make it through. Yeah. To, like, not get, like, knocked out before the fight's over. How yeah. many rounds do they have to go? It's, Fifteen. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. But he does it. Mm-hmm. And that's how the movie ends. Like, he doesn't win the fight, mm-hmm. but he does what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he got the girl. Yeah. What did you... Um... Wow getting chills thinking about the last scene too what do you what is so motivating for you about this movie like this movie is like in like the lifeblood of a lot of people who watched it yeah i mean grew up watching it first off Mm -hmm. if this podcast has taught us anything it's that we actually like sports movies more than we thought we did (laughs) every sports movie we've seen we've been like that's amazing because they're in their essence they're about like people trying to overcome mm-hmm. and the idea of human beings like dealing with whatever it is they have to obstacles they have and either either individually or as a team like overcoming those things is like crazy inspiring and it taps into something like super deep and primal that's why mm-hmm. but, so this movie this movie like it takes its time establishing characters mm-hmm. and establishing like what life is like and and just like what bo- like life as a boxer is like like it's not like action packed it's like literally there's rocky like just talking with people and i, I was watching you as we were watching this and you were kind of like I don't know. You were kind of like, why is he talking this way? He's, I can barely understand him. And <laughs> why is he, he's doing all this weird stuff. And it's like to ground you in kind of like how much of a, I don't know, like he's a sad character. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, the desolation of his apartment that he lives in, the lonely life he has and how he's just trying to scrape by on this like broken dream he had that's kind of fallen apart of boxing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. It's like a slow boil up to the end and it just picks up steam as it goes. <clears throat> yeah. As people continue to like dump on him mm-hmm. and yeah. they do. Yeah. And his spirit is kind of still like, for the most part, he still has like good spirits. But yeah, as people continue to dump on him more and more, I got more and more angry on his <laughs> behalf. It's like, this guy is just trying, like leave mm-hmm. him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he's like the character establishment that you talked about. Yeah. Um, one of the things that they do is he sees this girl who's like hanging out. Oh yeah. I guess first we, we should say it, it takes in like it takes place in Philadelphia, Philadelphia and yeah. it's rough. Yeah, yeah. It's like blue collar industrial mm-hmm. rough, rough, rough. Yeah. And um there's like no green trees. Like everything is like sidewalks yeah. and yeah. and boats and Smoke like stacks. Yeah, and yeah. train tracks and mm-hmm. um broken concrete mm-hmm. and whatever. So anyway, he sees this girl that he knows and she's young and she's hanging out with some kids on the corner at night and mm-hmm. he he's like, "No, no, no. You're going home." And he walks her home. Mm-hmm. And the whole way home he gives her this big speech about like protecting her reputation mm-hmm. and like taking mm-hmm. care of herself. And it's super sweet. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And he's like I don't know, like almost like the uncle of the neighborhood. Like he knows everyone. He wants people to be happy. He wants them to like be safe. Mm -hmm. He wants to take care of his turtles. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, why does he have turtles? And then you meet Adrian. You're like, that's why he has turtles. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) He also has like the dirtiest apartment. Oh, my goodness. Holy cow. Yeah. uh, I've seen one apartment that was dirtier, actually, but it's pretty (laughs) rare. (laughs) So... 
what you said you had some things you wanted to dig into. What were the things you were excited to talk about for this one? Um, oh my gosh, where to start? Or if, what do you was know your, why? Yeah. Do you know why? So Sylvester Stallone wrote the movie. Do you know the story of like uh, what happened? I think I do. And I'll tell you, tell me what you know, and I'll tell you if I'm surprised. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on with that story. <laughs> okay, so he was like a struggling actor. Yeah. And he didn't have any roles to speak of. He yep. was like the guy in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> number two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote the script in a short amount of time, like three days or something. Mm-hmm. And um, he was married, his wife was expecting, and they had like a hundred and something dollars in the bank. They mm-hmm. were really on their last leg. Yeah. And so this was kind of his like last ditch attempt to like get into acting. And he, the way he described it, I watched this interview mm-hmm. um, on some sort of British interview show. Yeah. And it was called, it was like in 1977. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful. Like It was awesome. Yeah. But he was describing that he wanted he, as an actor, he mm-hmm. was like, what if I can't act? Like, <laughs> no one's giving me the chance, the yeah. opportunity. Like, I can't say I can act when I'm just like the guy mm-hmm. laying in the side of the road yeah, yeah. In a, in, as an extra. Mm-hmm. So he wrote the script and he um, there was interest in it. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to buy the script from him. But he was like, no, I wrote it so I could star in it. Mm-hmm. It's mine. I'm going to be in it. And they kept offering him like more money to kind of mm-hmm. get rid of him. Yeah. And he was really persistent. Like kind of like a dog, just the yapping in the driveway. Like mm-hmm. I'm get, I want to do this. This is mine. Yeah, I'm not going to sell it to you. You have to cast me. Yeah. And so finally, someone he said like took a chance and gave him the chance to do it. Kind mm-hmm. of like a pioneer spirit. Yeah. And they had like a million dollar budget. They filmed it in 26, 28 days or something. Which is always crazy. Yeah. So 28 days later. Oh, no. <laughs> they had the movie filmed. But it's cool to hear him talk about it. It was so motivating and moving, like how he wanted, because he felt like he had never been given the chance. He mm-hmm. wanted to have a character mm-hmm. that just got the chance. Yeah. And to see what he could do. Yeah. Anyway, and yeah, I could go on. But That's really cool. Thoughts? Did you know a lot of that? Uh, I knew. I knew he wrote it. I, and I knew that um, it was, I knew, I knew that he would like, it was kind of like a last ditch effort. That's about what I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always crazy to me. And I love this. As we were watching it, I said, I love movies made in the seventies. I love movies made yes. in the eighties as well. And the nineties. I just love movies. <laughs> but there's such a very specific feel to 1970s films. It's a little grainy. It's grainy. It has those long shots yep. where they're way far mm-hmm. away. Like yep. when he's on the stairs, mm-hmm. at the top of the stairs, like mm-hmm. And the camera just zooms up to him yeah. from like however far away. Yeah. I love Big those establishing shots. shots that pan in, that kind of zoom in. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just really fun. And the, the music they use too, and the way they intersperse it in is always kind of fun. And yeah, I like the 70s movies. One thing he kept telling the the people who were like, we'll buy our movie, but we don't want you in it. He'll, yeah. He said things like, I will work harder and I will work for almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And he only took like the base salary that. Um, the screen actors, you, yeah, the, yeah, that he had to take. Yeah, that's all he got. So it's out probably of it. like two hundred and fifty dollars or something crazy low. Yeah, um, I think it was a little more than that, but he yeah. wasn't left with much afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also described having a really big, intimidating woman landlord mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. like when she approached the building. He's really funny. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just coming out of the, all these interviews of hearing him talk. <laughs> He's really funny and like. He has that oh. way of talking that the people in the 70s talk. Yes, like. yes. So he's describing like a big landlord coming to um, yeah. collect his money and that her shadow overshadows the building before she approaches. <laughs> and it's like 
he's wow he's he's kind of afraid of this woman that's hilarious yeah you were definitely i think one of my favorite things about watching movies with you so far has been watching you really take to sylvester stallone films (laughs) because you were like shocking i am not no and then Arnold too, but I feel like you like if you had to pick between a Sylvester movie and a, and an Arnold movie, you'd probably pick Sly. I think. Hmm. I don't know. Like, which movies are you thinking about? Just in general, if I'm like Melissa, we're watching a Schwarzenegger film or a Stallone film. What are we watching tonight? It, okay, so one thing, if it was Terminator Two, of course I'd pick that over you anything. Know. Yeah, you wouldn't know. But if it were any other movie, I probably would. I know. I'm watching this happen and unfurl before my very eyes. Wow. Do you know why I picked this film this week? Um, is it because of Carl Weathers? Yeah. 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 Carl Weathers passing away unexpectedly. Yeah. I was, I've had this one on the road. Like, obviously I was going to show it to at some point and I was thinking about when to, and then that happened. And I was like, he's so awesome. It'd be great to show you this movie and share it with you. He's great in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He doesn't get a lot of time in the movie, No, but I have a feeling you'll see more of him in the movies to come. Yeah. I suspect you may. (laughs) I love, love love Carl Weathers but my first mm-hmm. introduction to him was Arrested Development oh yes and I yeah, was just yeah. like who is this guy and really you didn't see Happy Gilmore I didn't really connect that I mm. don't even remember okay yeah it's been too long since I've seen that Got so it. yeah and then from there it was The Mandalorian mm-hmm. which I love him in so mm-hmm. yeah well I'm glad we watched this yeah me too um so are there any other tidbits you wanted to share before I keep going? Um, yeah. After the filming, he yeah. kept the turtles. He kept <laughs> he the continued turtles? to raise the turtles. That was, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. That was his dog too. Yes. Like we were watching the credits and they have at the very end, it's, uh, I don't remember what his name was. Buttkiss. 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 <laughs> Buttkiss Stallone. <laughs> yeah. And then his brother, uh, Frank Stallone, I think was his name. Yeah. He was the lead singer of the. Uh, what did I call that? The Frankie Valley in the five seat, four seat. Oh no. Whatever seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They were just singing, but underneath a street lamp and like <laughs> just singing and making music. That was awesome. Yeah. That was really cool. So what surprised you about this one? Like just either structure or sport. Cause you literally didn't know anything about boxing. I was surprised at just the, it's just such a bizarre story. Like the, Mm -hmm. the way that he built the character and Adrian, Mm -hmm. the love interest Mm -hmm. um, and all the characters. I was surprised at just how like it was anything but ordinary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To have like the lead raise turtles and have a crush on the girl in the, in the pet shop and Mm -hmm. also be an enforcer. I don't know. It was just the originality of it was really surprising to me. Yeah. Which um, it's actually based on a true story. Like there's an actual boxer, um, Chuck Wepner. And anyway, very similar kind of situation. And I'm sure that was inspiration for, for the film. But the, again, yeah, the structure and the way it goes. I really like Mick. Mick <laughs> is like my favorite. Really? I forgot to, because Mick is a caricature in my mind. Uh-huh. He's like Yoda in my head. <laughs> like... Uh, you know, he's this like mentor figure. It's like he's a mean Yoda. I always thought of him as a mean Yoda. Interesting. In okay. And I forgot the, how um, they give like the emotional depth play to him too. Like you kind of like see 
seriously, they don't really leave a lot of stones unturned with the characters in this film. No, like, they're really their hearts getting into, are laid bare. Yeah, like they're getting the only person they probably don't is and intentionally is Apollo Creed. Like just because mm-hmm. he's such a blip um, and he's just a catalyst for the film. But everybody else, it's like you're really hearing about people's just the, their struggles and what they've gone through. And and you hit these like emotional inflection points in the movie, which is not what you think of when you think of a Sylvester Stallone film. No, no. I really feel like it was just like hearts cut open. Like yeah, yeah. this is this is like what we want you to see. And that's mm-hmm. it, that's also what surprised me. Just like yeah. the struggle of everybody. But mm-hmm. you're talking about when. <clears throat> Mick comes to Stallone yeah. mm-hmm. and he's because they just found out that he's going to be fighting Apollo Creed yeah. and kind of everyone's all of a sudden like, oh, we're friends. Oh, right? Rocky. We're friends, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he comes in and he's like, can I mm-hmm. be your manager? Is that what he meant? He or wants trainer. to be his manager, his manager. Yeah. yeah. And his trainer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a whole sob story about why that is. And he wants to help him out and all this. And Even the newspaper clipping. Mm-hmm. Pulls it out. I he's know. got the clipping. Everybody's got their clippings. Rocky has all of his match clippings that he pulled out earlier in the movie. Apparently it's a boxer thing. It's like the photos you just save on your phone and yeah. you show people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, oh, look here. I was in Disney last week. Or, oh, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like Mick, though. Mick was probably my, he's probably my favorite character in the film. <laughs> and maybe if he's in more. Burgess Meredith, though, I think that was his third appearance on the podcast, if I recall correctly. Can you name the other two movies he was in that we've seen? Grumpy Old Men. Yep. But that, that's because you told I me. I told you that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember the third one. Oh, no? Help me out. What is it? Santa Claus the movie. Uh, what does he... Is there's he one of the... one scene... Where there's the ancient leader elf and yes. he's got the mustache that like there's literally a yeah. trail of people like a veil of a bride almost like carrying his mustache or beard. Yes, yes. I yeah, remember. that was Burgess Meredith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And part of me is trying to trick myself into thinking he was in the Poseidon Adventure, but I don't think he was. But hmm. I, I think this is number three. Okay. Anyway, um, what other, uh, are there other scenes you want to talk about in this one? Well, okay, so my whole life I've heard people shout Adrian. Yes. And I knew it was connected to this movie and I had no idea why. Oh, okay. I didn't. Like, yeah, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. And I always thought it was a, a man's name. Oh, like Adrian Brody? Yeah. Like, I always thought <laughs> people were shouting Adrian and, like, maybe oh. in my mind I just created this, like, scenario where, like, maybe he was, Adrian was dying and so he's, mm-hmm. like, you know, shouting or like maybe it was like shouting Khan with like anger. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so when we were watching it and he went into the pet shop mm-hmm. and said, yo, Adrian, I was like, oh, that's Adrian. It was like this huge like light bulb went off <laughs> and everything <laughs> fell into place. And I was like, oh. yeah, um, but the way that it ended was him shouting it. And so now I I guess I understand why people shout Adrian mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, it's I mean. He's literally being like inter- trying to be interviewed and he's just shouting Adrian. So, yeah. <laughs> the I, movie uh, is yeah. so smart on how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's so smart because you want to know more of his story. Yeah. Because he wins, but he doesn't win. Yeah. Right. He doesn't win the fight, but he yeah. finishes what he wanted and he gets the girl. But you're like, this mm-hmm. sets a whole other life in motion, like a whole new path for his life in motion. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? So the movie, though, 1976, right? That's when it came out. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear what some of the other top films are from this year? Yeah, I really do. Because in one of those interviews that I keep mm-hmm. mentioning, yeah. um, Stallone was like, 
kind of lamenting that a lot of the movies that were out weren't like feel good or mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. like triumph stories. So I was wondering what came out. Number one with a bullet, Rocky. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It hey. cost $117 million in 1976. That's wow. yeah, 55 million tickets sold. Um, to fly, which was an IMAX film, which I if you can't hear the why and what in my voice, <laughs> I hope I'm trying to convey it. That was number two. Like to fly? To fly. Never heard of it. And it, it, it think about it. IMAX films, like anyway, those things aren't distributed that widely. So there must have been something going on there. A Star is Born, which was Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Okay. Haven't seen that, by the way. King Kong. Also haven't seen that. <laughs> Silver Streak. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> All the President's Men. Mm-hmm. I'm the, the blank looks are amazing here. The Omen. Oh, I yes. Have you seen okay. That? I think I have. Okay. What's it about? Proof. <laughs> um <laughs> like a devil child? Uh-huh. Okay. Do I need to say more? No, it's close enough. Okay. The Enforcer, Midway, and number 10, the Bad News Bears. The Bad News Bears? You, you don't know. I is? don't know what any of that was. Oh my goodness! Maybe wow. Okay, that's great. No, that's good for me. That's great for me. Was that a quiz? No. Okay. I mean, maybe it was a little <laughs> reconnaissance. I can entertain and get reconnaissance at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive. Uh, what is the most annoying thing about watching Rocky? I had a hard time understanding yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. So I actually I meant to dig into like why he wanted to do that accent. Do you have any yeah. answers? I mean. I don't have, I have a, I watched the film and it's my personal take. This is no interviews, nothing like, but as I said, they put a lot of care into establishing characters and Mm -hmm. establishing like the economic situation they were in and what his life was like and all that. And just the fact that he was a boxer who'd gotten knocked around a lot. (laughs) So I think the way he talks is directly to convey all of that. It's like another layer on the onion for that. I'm nodding. I see right? that. So I like he, he gets hit so much, maybe he starts to talk a little slower and uh, I don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> I for sure thought you were going to say the most annoying thing was the fact that I just uncontrollably talk like that for sporadic times for a couple of days. It hasn't bothered me yet. No. OK, good. <laughs> I should have shouted Adrian while I was doing yard work this weekend. Yeah. Next maybe time. I'll put that on the list. Yeah. Um, What do you think? uh the message of this film was if there is one um well <clears throat> i think part of it is to like take your chance mm-hmm. that everyone deserves a chance mm-hmm. um and then if you have your chance like throw everything you can at it hmm. don't don't go halfway yeah okay. he definitely did not go halfway yeah yeah the told the whole iconic training montage in Philadelphia on the streets. Yeah. All that. It's really oh. moving. That they filmed that like guerrilla style. Like they were just kind of they didn't have like shooting permits and stuff. They were just filming him running. <laughs> nice. And I also really enjoyed that was a good take by the way, but I really enjoyed watching you and you're like, "Why is he running like that in the beginning when he yes. was out of shape?" Yeah. Like, His form. What is that? I thought he was <laughs> supposed to be an athlete. And I'm like, 
she's going to love the training montage. Because <laughs> literally the song says getting stronger, yeah. flying higher. Yeah. Anyway, and then his form gets really good. So that yeah. made me realize that he really was a bad boxer in the beginning. Like he, you know. I, he never like really if, committed himself, I don't think. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, but think about it, though. He had like, that goes into like human motivation, you know, like he had an opportunity. He had people who were actually willing to help him. You know, mm-hmm. like, look at the difference between that's what it happens when people encourage you and are with you that what you saw the results at the end versus the whatever he was 30. And so he'd probably been boxing for 10 years versus the 10 years before that of like everybody just not supporting him. Yeah. Thinking he was a bum to quote him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like the training montage scene. Like that's. That's really good. Mm-hmm. There's no eye of the tiger in it, but you know, it's- I know I got that. <laughs> I was so angry, not angry, but just like, yeah, I couldn't believe I know. that I had that totally off. Every- so it's in another movie. Everybody thinks of Rocky when they hear that song too. Like, okay, it's, it's just, not just me. <laughs> it's just the series. You think of Rocky, the character mm-hmm. with that song. I literally, when I brought it up, I was like, oh no, it's not in it. Like, I was like, it's not in this one. So, yeah, <laughs> it, it's an easy thing to be fooled by. Don't worry about it. Oh, thanks. I think the um, the message in this one is you got to put yourself out there because hmm. uh, he put himself out there with Adrian over <laughs> and over and over again. Oh, and then finally, she didn't even talk to him. She did not. She didn't even respond. It it was so awkward. Mm-hmm. It was so awkward. It was very intense how awkward it was. It was painful. Yeah, it <clears> was. <throat> it was so awkward. And the whole, um, when he finally gets a date, in yes. quotes, yes. it's just the brother saying, come on over. Yes, on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. And it's she crazy. She made a turkey. <laughs> which he threw out the window, window. or whatever. Yes. So she would go out with Stallone. Uh. Rocky. Um, How did they not plan that better? The two men, I, like. Wow. Well, it's funny because, like, the whole way up to the house, like, mm-hmm. he asks like four times, "Are you sure your sister knows about this?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure." And they open the door, and it's dark in the house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So, if you were to be in a movie about a competition where you just instantly are competing against the best person in that thing, man, what would it be? What would that movie be? Well, it has to be something that I'm not, that I already know how to do, okay. right? Because he already knew how to box. Okay. So what are you? What would yours be? Um, ceramics, like ceramics, a pottery throwdown. Okay. Okay. Nice. That's I could see that. I could see a couple montages in there. I can't see that being a, a movie. No. No. <laughs> uh, uh, what about you? Do you have an idea? Yeah, I do. Uh, mine would be <laughs> a Quake Two World Championship. Ooh. That's what it would be. <laughs> And and they'd be like, "What does anyone still play that game? Probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. No. It just all of a sudden comes back as a as a fad. And then I play that game, and that would be it. And I have to train harder. It would yeah. be like retro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then... it's totally retro. Yeah. Um, not to be mistaken with Quake One, Quake Two specifically, or not three, Quake Two, Quake Two. Got okay, it. Good. Okay. Uh, as we close this out, I do want to say I love how this movie starts. Mm. It was such a random eye-catching way that it starts uh, i forgot about it and i really really enjoyed it what a, so remind me again like what is 
Okay. The the very beginning that you're like excited just, about was it the just, letters. Yeah, it's the letters. We just upgraded our home viewing experience to be a much bigger screen, right? Yeah. And can you imagine being in the theater and you're in that moment, mm-hmm. that very like palpable moment where you're waiting for the film to start, everything's dark. And then you just see like giant white letters for Rocky kind of just like go by like a like a like the a New York Stock Exchange, like the ticker, you know? Yeah. Or a train. Yeah. And it's just very it, the motion of it's cool. Uh, the momentum carries you into the film. I just really liked it. It's cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Done mm-hmm. like that. Because the letters take up the entire, the entire picture. picture. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It was I, good. I feel like there's like a ton more we could say about the film. I, it's, it's more rich and packed than I to- yeah. ever expected. I'm fairly certain there may be a Rocky or two we'll be able to talk about in the future. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Will there be, will there be turtles? <laughs> that I don't know. Rocky versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a movie I want to see. I want to see that. Actually, callback, Michelangelo does a Stallone impersonation in TMNT. You remember? He even goes, Adrian. So this is perfect. Uh, Wait, we should say one, one more thing. Please. We saw Sylvester Stallone. We did. At Comic-Con. Which time? It was for the Expendables, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we saw him. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah and Expendables whole- one. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, there's, of course, there's more than <laughs> there's one. more than one, yeah. Anyway, and that was cool, and he seemed really cool. Yeah, he seems like a very laid-back, chill guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this was fun. This was fun. That's a wrap. I wish I had a bell. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. That's a wrap. <laughs>